What a glorious thing it is to realize that our God is not only omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent, but he is also a personal God to us. He has a personality, and he has a personal name, whereby he is asked to be known. This conveys a level of intimacy and personal connection with us that we are careful not to allow ourselves to be robbed of. That's our topic today on this episode of Serenity Break, where we gather for five or ten minutes and regather our thoughts and refocus on the things of the Lord, who he is to us and who we are to him. So today I want to talk with you about the name of God. The name of God, meaning Yahweh. Let me just pull up my notes here and make sure I don't miss anything. So, um, the name Yahweh is the name by which God revealed himself to Moses at Exodus 3, 1 through 15. And again, he mentions him at 6, 3, God reveals himself to Moses again as Yahweh. So, um, let me just read a portion of that. Exodus chapter 3. And I'll begin, as you're aware, this is, uh, or at least most of you are aware, this is the, the scene of the burning bush. Moses, as a, as a very aged man, he's now pasturing the flock of his father-in-law uh, Jethro, and the uh, God appears to him in a burning bush, uh, calls him to go to, uh, to Egypt to, to bring his people out, He's known, God knows their suffering. He sees their oppression uh, by virtue of their taskmasters. And he wants Moses to go and free them. And so now, <clears throat> verse 10 in chapter 3, it says, So now come, and I will send you to Pharaoh, and you shall bring my people, the sons of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and that I should bring the sons of Israel out of Egypt? And he said, Certainly I will be with you. And this sign shall be to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God at this mountain. Then Moses said to God, Behold, I am about to come to the sons of Israel, and I will say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they will say to me, what is his name? What shall I say to them? Now make a careful note. And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, thus you shall say to the sons of Israel, I am hath sent me to you. And God furthermore said to Moses, thus you shall say to the sons of Israel, Yahweh, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has sent me to you. End quote. So God gave Moses this name, Yahweh, I am, to set him apart from all the other gods, particularly, of course, those in Egypt, and also to communicate a personal intimacy, and presence with his people. Not just a God, but the only God, Yahweh. 
the Almighty who is I am, the only true God, and the God who hears the suffering of his people, who knows the suffering of his people, and will be with them. So while God has many titles in the Old Testament, Yahweh is the personal name for God. And it is used some 6,800 times. The name, what came to be known as the Tetragrammaton, is the Hebrew name of God transliterated, transliterated excuse me, in four letters as Y-H-W-H and articulated as Yahweh. Now, sadly, the Jews followed what became a Pharisaic tradition of forbidding the use of the Tetragrammaton as an added measure to ensure that they wouldn't break the third commandment of taking God's name in vain. And this Pharisaic superstition took hold, and it remains with us today so that we too have robbed ourselves out of the wonder and the glory of knowing God's personal name in daily use and understanding the glory and the wonder of that name. Here we are some 2,000 years later, and most of our English translations still render the Tetragrammaton in the Old Testament as LORD, L-O-R-D, all caps. But LORD is a title, and not the personal name whereby God chose to reveal himself to Moses at the burning bush, and thus to Israel, and then throughout Israel's history. Now, in the medieval era, it got worse. Some scholars began to add vowels to the Tetragrammaton, the four letters, to create a Latinized version, Jehovah. So then that caught on, to the point that even the American Standard Version, which was released in 1901, used Jehovah throughout the Old Testament instead of Yahweh. But these vowels do not belong in the Hebrew, and so should not be added in translation. The translation should be Yahweh. Now, the good news is, is this is changing. In fact, the Lockman Foundation recently released their Legacy Standard Bible, which returns to the use of Yahweh in the place of Lord, or Jehovah, in the Old Testament. Now, this is important to you because, it again, it conveys the essence of God's person and his personal intimacy with his people. God has given us his personal name. We know that even in human relationships, when somebody gives you their, your, their first name or gives you their chosen name by which they would prefer to be called, it's a form of friendship. It's a form of intimacy. If somebody calls me Mr. Peterson, I oftentimes say, no, no, please call me Rick. And so that's the intention here. Now, this is very important also in understanding the deity of Christ. For instance, in Philippians 2.11, where Paul says that uh, as a result of Christ's anonymity and his humility and his obedience to death, even death on a cross, that God raised him from the dead and gave him a name above all other names, whereby, then, as in the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, which is the Greek version of Yahweh, 
also, uh, I should say, it's kyrios, the Greek uh, form of the same conveyance of meaning as Yahweh. So, we understand when we say Jesus is Lord, we have a whole new understanding, therefore. That it's not just means that, as Chris Roseborough would say, it doesn't mean that God is, that Jesus is just boss. <laughs> he is just the Lord. It means he, he is Lord. He is the God who made himself known to Moses. He is the great I am. And of course, we recognize this too in John eight fifty eight, where Jesus told the Jews after a long heated conversation that, uh, as, that um, before Abraham was, he said, I am. Now, the Jews knew what Jesus was saying when he said that. They knew that he wasn't just saying, I am. He's saying, I am. I am Yahweh. I am the God of Moses. I am the one who appeared to Moses, revealed himself to Moses. And so they were outraged and picked up stones to try to kill Jesus. But to those of us who are in Christ, this represents a wonderful affirmation of Christ's deity. That the God who revealed himself to Moses as Yahweh, in this personal pronoun, this name by which he would be known, that's repeated some 6,800 times throughout the Old Testament, came to us in the flesh. So let's just review real quickly why this is important. First, Yahweh represents God's chosen personal name. It is the name by which he has been asked to be called. Secondly, in revealing himself to Moses as Yahweh, the great I Am, God also conveys that he is with his people as their protector and provider. You know, in a pluralistic society, the very word God may carry many meanings for many people, but the personal name Yahweh sets our God apart as the only true God, as a personal God, and a God who is near. And once we better understand the unique personal nature of God, as well as his omnipotent, omnipresent, and omniscient nature and holy character, we better appreciate what it is to confess Jesus is Lord, Yahweh in the flesh. Amen.